0: Dumelanga My name is Signe Motimele. I will be the host of the show called Doing Business God's Way. The show it clearly explains itself itself explanatory It says Doing Business God's Way. The aim and the purpose of this show is to teach believers who are in business. To have an understanding how to conduct business in God's way and also to learn the biblical principles that govern us as Christians and also have an understanding how do we put those principles in practice on the daily life in running our businesses. This is what the show is all about. Today, will be discussing the subject called entrepreneurship within a biblical worldview. I am going to look into the definition of the word entrepreneurship, but within the biblical worldview. In short, I am going to explain what the Bible what does the Bible say about entrepreneurship This is what we are going to discuss today This topic it has two goals First goal is to demonstrate the divine aspect of entrepreneurship and to show that there is much more to entrepreneurialism than business activities And then the second goal will be examining entrepreneurship from a Biblical perspective and place the activity within Biblical worldview. This is what we are going to discuss and look into depth. Christians have their own uh, viewpoint of how they view entrepreneurs. Uh, Entrepreneurs, they look at them, or they look at entrepreneurship as something of necessary evil. At certain time, we recognize their value to some extent, but also view them with skepticism and distrust, especially those who become wealthy. They are frequently viewed in a certain uh, way, in a certain manner, as though they are wealthy, has come at the expense of others. So this way of viewing entrepreneurs, it's coming from an incomplete understanding of what entrepreneurs do, how do they function, and the role they play in God's order. Entrepreneurs are vital to fulfilling God's purpose. They are creative people who provide people with a way of serving others. In this sense, they display a divine characteristics. Furthermore, entrepreneurial activity is not restricted to commercial activity. Properly understood, entrepreneurship is a special kind of stewardship. Something to which we have all called to do. To create is divine. In the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. Genesis tells us that man is the only creature created in God's image. This is a wide ranging statement and it applies in many ways. We have eternal part, we have the ability to fellowship with him and to socialize with one another. We can reason and think as well. We have the ability to choose, act on those choices. It means we have the ability to create. The first thing we all told about God is that He is the creator. Creation is a divine act. When human creates, they are displaying a certain part of their image-bearing nature. The Bible tells us that when God began his creative work, the world was without form and void. The English phrase without form and void can be accurately be translated as wilderness, chaos, emptiness, and darkness. God's creative act brought order out of chaos and nothingness. While human creation is not as dramatic, there is still a sense that it brings order out of chaos and nothing. Human creations emulates the Genesis story. It is the same impulse at work put there by the master creator. God created heavens and the earth out of nothing. Man does not create out of nothing. He has resources with which to work. Some of those resources are naturally, and some are manufactured. But the point is that the entrepreneurs take the same resources that are available to everyone else. The same 24 hours a day and create a way to make a life easier and better for all other people that are around him to become a city. Human creation eliminates the Genesis story. It is the same impulse at work put there by the master creator. God created heavens and earth out of nothing. Man does not create out of nothing. He has resources which to work with. Some of those resources are naturally, some are manufactured, but the point is that the entrepreneurs take the same resources that are available to everyone else. The same 24 hours a day and create a way to make life easy and better for others. To create, it's a calling Beside our given instinct to create, we are also called to create. It is a duty. While each person is gifted in a certain way to perform certain work, we as a race and as individuals are called by him to be creative in whatever task he has for us. From the very beginning, Adam was given the task of naming the animals and was told to work and take care of the garden. While those assignments may not be sound like creative acts, we are examining them after the fact. At the time, this was all new and required significant creativity. Adam was delegated some task as part of helping creation flourish. In reality, we are all delegated such a task. The entrepreneurs as creator. One type of creative activity is entrepreneurship. The common conception of entrepreneurship, it's a person who starts a business. But the definition is broader than that. Library of Economics and Liberty define an entrepreneur as someone who organizes, manages, and assumes the risk of a business or enterprise. An entrepreneur is an agent of change. Entrepreneurship is the process of discovering new ways of combining resources. Recognizing the broader definition is vital to seeing entrepreneurship as a creative act. As such, it fits nicely into God's order. One person has discovered a new way to combine resources. He becomes an agent of change, which may include forming a business and managing it but it all starts with an act of discovering, to imply that these new ways are just waiting to be found and anyone could do it. In some sense, this is true, but there is a difference between an entrepreneur and someone who makes a discovery. Anyone can have a good idea and that is an entrepreneurial moment a moment of discovery. In that moment, the individual is a pure entrepreneur. The pure entrepreneur is a decision maker whose entire role arises out of this alertness of opportunities. But being an entrepreneur is different. It is a mindset of always being alert that is always looking for a new ways to do things. Being an entrepreneur, it's a way a person sees the world, coupled with the desires and perseverance to make the change he sees become reality. The world of writing provides a good example. There are many sort of people who work with weights. An entrepreneur is like a writer, Shakespeare is one of the examples of the stories. He sees the stories and can tell them in a new and interesting way because it is the way that he or she sees the world. In contrast, a person with more entrepreneurial moment is like a person with a mere writing moment. He or she may produce a well-written letter to the editor or a short story, writing a quality 400 words on something that he or she is really passionate about. This, however, is the way that he or she sees a certain event, not the entire world. A manager is like an editor who takes what is already written and make it better in a certain way. All three are important. make significant contribution but only one of them is a writer all three may be creative at certain times but only one of them is a creator only one of them is taking a risk of being rejected only one puts all he or she has on the line to provide us with something new this is what the entrepreneur does See yeah. sees a difference other within the current order. And he has a vision for a different future than the one to which the current order will lead. We see this in sort of a well-known stories. Both Steve Jobs and Bill Gates had the vision to make computers available to the average individual Henry Ford, after failing in the luxury cars business, had the vision to popularize to every man car. Walter Disney, his vision of future-length animated movies, and the list goes on. Taking risk and discovering new ways to combine resources, however, is not just traditional business activities. It may be mostly easily seen in the commercial sector, but there is a rising awareness of the value of social entrepreneurship, the creative talent of people starting non-profit type organization. We have had this for years with a group like the Red Cross, but now there is a growing body of research and professional literacy about political and social entrepreneurship. Since entrepreneurship is primarily about discovering new ways, being an agent of change, being alert of new opportunities, then we must conclude that entrepreneurial activities are not exclusive to business formation, as the story demonstrates. Four years ago, Alicia Knight would have been the last person you could ever imagine homeschooling her kids. She was a very active parent in the Scalford country, the public school where her son Roger was a fifth grade. Whenever her son struggled with his homework, which was often, she said, you have just got to get this school homework done because with God as my witness, I am not going to homeschool you. Isha Knight, the diehard anti-homeschooler, changed her mind gradually. The first person to work on her was her own son, who heard her say he was never going to homeschool him and took that to mean that homeschooling was a viable alternative business to the future he was suffering at school and with homework. One takeaway from this story is that it shows that entrepreneurial action is much broader than starting and forming a new business enterprise. Another point is that anyone can be a pure entrepreneur if he or she is alert to the possibilities of a better solution than the current order. In the story, the son had an entrepreneurial moment but he was not yet an entrepreneur because he did not see the world through the lenses at the time. However, the homeschooling movement is loaded with a true entrepreneur. Perhaps the best example were the early pioneers of the movement who broke new ground by choosing to homeschool. Others who come later follow the paths already placed but took the advantage of the other entrepreneurial opportunities, such as forming co-ops, writing and developing curriculum, organizing homeschooling events, and so forth. What was an underground method of of educating as late as the 1980s and was not even illegal in every state until relatively recently is now a nationwide multi-million dollar industry. This is the result of entrepreneurs, almost all of whom were homeschooling parents who had a vision and found a creative way to make it reality. The homeschool mom who started a co-op and the curriculum developer are the entrepreneurs. They all exhibit alertness to new opportunities and discover ways to satisfy them. In other ways, it is the entrepreneurial process, the God-given ability to create, that make us human and differentiate us from the soulless Homo economicus. Listeners, we have come to an end of our podcast under the subject Entrepreneurship.